as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. My name is Eric, and if you bring cheesecake to my Thanksgiving dinner, turn your ass around. But I will welcome you to this week's edition of the Top Pair Podcast. As you heard, I am your host. It is Eric Weinstein. With me in a very turkey-filled, jolly mood is my friend Nick Maxwell. Nick, what's going on, buddy? Uh, my name is Nick, and I want all of your stuffing. Now, I think what you heard me say is I want a lot of stuffing, but I want all of your stuffing. Every little bit of it. And Nick wants all the stuffing. It is a Thanksgiving <laughs> feeling. It is Tuesday night, uh, two days before Thanksgiving. Everybody, please, 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 please be safe, be smart, but enjoy your families nonetheless. We love you. We want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving from all of us, meaning the two of us here at the Top Pair Podcast, and we're going to bring you a little Thanksgiving cheer. So, Nick, before we start, I'm going to say what I'm thankful for, and I think I'm thankful for you, buddy, for being such a great podcast partner. Right back at you, man. I think it's been... Have we been doing this for a year? Did we have we talked? Have we thought about that? No, we've been doing this since I can't uh, even remember February. Oh, geez. it was like I'm we I'm were not even close. Yeah, we were like <laughs> getting going and starting to catch our groove, and then COVID hit. So you know, naturally, much like most things. Um, but yeah, we're here again. It's it's the doldrums of the off season here. So we're coming in. You know, whenever there's some sort of news, we're trying to get it to you. But there's really not a lot to talk about here. But you know, we got a few things we're gonna go over. There's been a, there was a signing. We had some jerseys come out, some other stuff. You know, mostly we just just to let you know we're here. You know, we're still here. Uh, before we start, as always, let's go over the housekeeping where you can find us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and the homepage of the A1 Sports Network. That's a1sportsnetwork.com. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at A1 Sports Network. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Weinstein, two C's, two N's, and Instagram, same thing. The podcast is at top pair underscore pod, Twitter, and Instagram, Nick. Wow. Look at you just hammer that off. You're so good at that. That was like, that was like one breath. You can find me on my Twitter account at nmaxwell01 or on my Instagram. It's at nickjmaxwell. There it is. There it is. So first off, let's go to go to the biggest signing of the past two weeks, I guess. I mean, because not much is really – not a lot of signings. Still a lot of RFAs still looking to get signed. But Jake DeBrusque of the Boston Bruins forward signed for two years, $7.35 million deal. The son of former NHL forward Louis DeBrusque, uh, the 24-year-old staying in Boston. I mean, this guy is a big part of what they do. Um, top six forward. He has improved, you know, every season, I would say. Um, in 203 career games, he has 120 points. You know, no-brainer bringing this guy back. Yeah, especially as that core gets older. You know, guys like Krejci, Bergeron. Um, as they age, they're going to need some new dudes to kind of step in more and fill in some shoes. And DeBrusque being on the younger side, obviously, big part for them going forward. Um, happy and not happy. Like, happy he gets a new contract. Not happy because he goes back to Boston, obviously. Like, I'm not really a Bruins fan. So, you know, all in all, good for him still. I think he fits into a real good role there. Um, 
plays the line below David Pasternak. So good fit, both money and term. So all around good deal for both player and club. Yep, and it's you know the same kind of deal that we've been talking about for the past month or so. No long-term deals for these RFAs that teams might like to sign. Um, another two-year type bridge deal. Again, nobody has money, so you got to fit these guys in the best you can. Um, still some free agents obviously out there, but I think the Bruins got a nice deal, nice bridge deal for DeBrusque, um, keeping him in the black and yellow, staying with the bees. So was I don't think there were any other signings of note. I think that was really it. Nope. I mean, the same big fish are still kind of out there. Everyone's waiting on the Mike Hoffman, you know, waiting on that deal to drop. But it seems like Hoffman and his camp are kind of just happy to be patient right now, looking at all their options. Yeah, it's not like Mike is going to cry poor because he did just finish off a $20 million contract. So he's able to kick his feet up for a little bit and, you know, wait for the right offer to come to him for the right term. Um, So waiting on the Hoffmans of the world, the Barzells of the world. We're still waiting on those. So I know I'm waiting on the Barzells of the world. So um, moving on from the signings, we had some fun news um, up in Winnipeg. Nick's wearing his Jets hat right now. Um, Adam Lowry's dad is joining the coaching staff. Yeah, I don't, this is, it's not the first, like I kind of thought when I first heard this, this has to be like record breaking, but it's actually not. This has happened a couple times before. Um, but it, obviously it's, it's super rare. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Adam Lowry's dad is a coach right now or was a coach in the WHL and coaching a lot of junior kids, but his, his expertise seems to be in growth and development. Um, hasn't really come out yet what his specialty is going to be, whether he's coaching the forwards or the D. You know, Different people have had different takes on this. Some think it's going to be kind of awkward, especially if he's going to be the one in charge of rolling the forward lines. Um, other guys think it's just going to be fine. It's just going to be you know, making sure that that relationship stays as professional as possible. So uh, Adam Lowry's dude is a third-round pick, so he's certainly not a franchise guy. Um, I think he's still has only a year left on his deal, or maybe he's even an RFA now, but he he kind of said, you know, this is kind of a dream come true for me. You know, my dad taught me this game growing up. I'm just so happy that we get to kind of spend some time together now after this. So, I don't know. I think it'll be fine. I mean, if it was me and my dad, I don't know if it would exactly work out. But, I mean, maybe you and Barry have a different relationship than my father and myself. Well, if, if he's anything like the way my father coached, in baseball, basketball, whatever, um, the boys are going to be entertained. That's for one thing. But um, I, my take on this when I read it, A, I thought it was super cool that Dave Lowry is going to be able to coach his son. But I feel like the Jets wouldn't give him that job if there was any sense of nepotism and in any any part of it. You know, this isn't this is the NHL. This isn't like Jimmy's beer league. You know, this is like a re. This is this is the the league. This is it. So I think the Jets know what they're doing. Um, I just think it's really cool that you know this kid's been playing hockey his whole life. His dad's been you know driving him to the rink. You know, he's been buying all the gear, whatever, and now he gets to drive him to the rink again, theoretically, because he's going to be on the same bench as his son. You know, as an assistant coach, so. I love it. I think it's really cool, and I think the Jets know what they're doing. I don't think they're just going to hire this guy as like a PR thing or try to get a headline that it's Adam Lowry's dad. Um, but 
I think it's cool. I think it, and I, I honestly don't expect it to be any type of distraction. Yeah, and Paul Maurice is still the head man in charge, right? Like, he he's a dude that's not going to take any type of nonsense from it. So, right. Dave Lowry, Adam's dad, obviously is he's a respected guy, but I feel like if if push came to shove, he wouldn't be afraid to make that call to make the change if need be. Yeah, I mean, it's the NHL. I mean, you got to do the best thing to win. And, you know, Paul Maurice, obviously well-respected, great head coach. You know, if he sees something he doesn't like, he's going to stop it. So, I mean, I'm sure that was something that he talked to with Dave Lowry and Adam as well. So, all in all, it's cool. I just think any, like, any father who, like, coaches their son, even in, you know, like, Little League or whatever it is, you know, it's just cool, like, to – you get to play for your dad on the biggest stage. So shout out to both of them, the Lowry's. Um, best of luck to them up in Winnipeg. Um, Man, Mama Lowry's going to be crying in the stands. Oh, yeah. Mama Lowry in that first picture, she's going to be, wait, get a picture with your dad. Get a picture with your dad. Now, Dad, hold the stick. Like, you know what? You're like, Mom, stop taking my picture. Like, all the guys are looking. Like, you know, it's going to be like that. Um, but, but good for the Lowry's. It's a cool story. I'm sure it's something we'll be monitoring just, you know, because it's something, it's a cool story. So, uh, moving on from the Winnipeg Jets and the Lowry boys, um, I know there was. This is a news that came out a few weeks ago. Um, obviously, leagues are trying to prepare for any type of issue or anything stemming from obviously COVID nineteen. Um, the OHL, it, and I don't know how this is going to work, and I'm sure. I'll hear your opinion on it. The OHL, no contact. That means no checking into the boards, no open ice hits. I don't know what it means in terms of battles in front of the net, but no contact. Yeah. So for context, there's been a huge spike in Quebec and especially in the queue um, in terms of you know, COVID cases obviously on the rise, just like a lot of the North America right now. However, this is the thing that I've been struggling with because of the past couple of weeks I've been waiting for kind of the evidence to come out. Um, you know, it was Ontario's Minister of Sport, which that's a dope title. I need to get me one. I need what to get me man. that job. Just be in charge of sports. Um, Lisa McLeod announced that the OHL will not permit body checking for this next season. Um, but I, I haven't seen evidence that said body checking is what leads to increased COVID cases. Like to me, if, you, if this is a worry, then you just don't have a season. Like sitting in the locker room next to a guy for an hour before and after the game or sitting on the bench shoulder to shoulder to somebody, you know, for the most part of the game, that's what's spreading COVID cases. Not you coming in for contact, you know, checking the guy body contact for two to three seconds. That to me just doesn't make any sense. I, I, I hate it. You know, the other thing too is that there's a lot of dudes, not necessarily first round picks or second round picks, but guys who get drafted later on, the physicality is a huge part of their game. And if this is their draft year, you're basically screwing them out of a possible, you know, bump up in the draft, depending on who they are and their style of play. So to me, like there's multiple former pros that say, you know, at this point, just don't have the season and just allow these guys to transfer to other teams if they want. And, this, this just makes no sense. And I agree with that. I mean, consider, I mean, just in general, body checking is such, it's just part of the game. Like it's, it's not all of it, obviously, but it's a lot. Puck gets dumped behind the net, in the corners, you know, wherever. 
I mean, there's three, there's could be three, four, five guys going after the puck, and they're they're throwing hits, they're, you know, whatever it is. It's just I can't imagine a game without checking. And I'm with you. I mean, if that's if they're worried about those split second hits in the corner where you're battling for three, four, five seconds, then at that point you might as well just not have a season. Because it just doesn't make sense to and think about how these guys have been like have been playing. They've been playing with body checking their whole life, basically. So like now you're gonna be like, all right, so just slow up very easily before you get to the puck. It's like it, it just changes the whole dynamic of the game. I, just, yeah. I I don't know how it would work, and I'm with you. I mean, at that point, just just don't have a season at that point. Yeah, and I remember, like, I think it was it was either the last episode or the two before that when I said I was surprised at the amount of guys who are signing their entry-level deals now. I think this is probably a huge part of it, right? Like, if if your option of going back to junior where, I mean, maybe it's not even just the OHL. It could be the Q and could be the Western Hockey League now. You know, maybe a lot of these GMs are just saying, listen, this year it's going to do nothing for our guys' development if they're not even allowed to have body contact. We might as well just take our chances, have them play – in the AHL maybe, or maybe tell them transfer to switch into college, or maybe we just, you know, designate them to the East Coast League and we just say, hey, you know what? We're going to have to burn a year of your entry-level deal, but you're an important piece for us, and we're not going to waste a year of you playing in a league that is basically going to be less than flag football. Yeah, and and honestly, that could be it. Or, you know, maybe they ship, they loan them overseas somewhere. You know, it's just, there's there's options. And the OHL right now, it's not a great one um, with this type of rule. And I get it. You know, everybody is – and listen, I agree. You should do anything you can to limit any possible exposure to COVID-19. You're seeing how poorly the NFL is handling everything. Um, do everything you can to limit possible exposure. I just don't think this is it. I think there's other ways to do it that somebody smarter than me could figure out. But body checking in hockey, it's a part of the game. It's like the game. is It's a, a lot of it. So I, I'm with you. I mean, loan the guys, send them to school, let them pretend to take classes for a, a semester or two, and or the, the ECHL, the Coast, whatever, send them somewhere. That stupid rule where, like, the kids who, like, aren't 20 and are from Canada that, like, have to play and they can't play in the AHL, that's so stupid. Like, this is the year where you could, like, change that on a very special circumstance. Like, I'm obviously going to use the Islanders example. Like, Noah Dobson was 19 last year. They didn't want to send him back to junior because he was dominating the Quebec Major Junior League. And they're like, it's going to do nothing for you. So... He was just like a healthy scratch for most of the season until guys got hurt because they don't want him to go to it's it's so dumb like it but you know obviously I don't make that rule if I was commissioner for a day that would be the only thing I did was to change that rule but I digress um, and I use the Islanders example because it's right in front of my face and it's super easy um, but I'm with you I mean the OHL I mean at this point just don't have a season. Yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see too if other because I didn't I didn't realize in Canada they have like each province has a minister of sport which again like 
I don't understand what that really means. Of course they do. Every province has to have their own minister of sport. I mean, of course. Does New York State have a minister of sport? Like, no. They've been canceling like colleges, college sports, and high school sports. Like, is that a thing? Can I apply for that job? I think it's like, isn't it? It's like, like my section is section eleven. So I think like there's a section eleven like commissioner. Oh, maybe. And like they all meet with the other section commissioners. I don't know. That's another thing that I don't know, or honestly, don't really care to know at this point. <laughs> but um, I guess that's what it is for high school. But I don't know. But the the minister of sport, um, I I appreciate the effort. A plus for effort for trying to limit COVID, and you know, obviously it was probably something that was, you know, very. She's probably up a lot of late nights trying to figure that out, but this ain't it, girl. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to add to the um, the flag football season of the OHL? I just like I'm. I can't wait to see some of these ridiculous old records that are probably going to get broken because these superstars that are going to be playing can't get touched. Yeah, it's like every like, time. Imagine skating through the ice because you're just like, well, I can't get hit, so I might as well just skate with my head down, just like darting in around people. Yeah, I just can't even imagine trying to play defense now if I can't hit anybody. Yeah, it's just a lot of stick checking and like a lot of tripping calls and a lot of slashing calls because these guys can't put their body into anything, so they're just yeah. flailing around with their stick. And it gets caught up in a guy's foot, see in the box for two minutes. So power play <laughs> numbers are going to be through the roof. Um, penalties are going to be off the page. So um, yeah, the final score of these games is going to be like nine to nine to eight, ten to nine. <laughs> Yeah, I'll ju- I'll just watch the video of Jordan Everly scoring the goal um, with five seconds left for Team Canada, then watch the OHL. How about that? Um, I'll just watch that Jordan Everly goal and repeat. Um, okay, so moving on from the OHL. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, almost just choked on air. Um, I think this was the story everybody was very excited for. Everybody was waiting on the reveal. Everybody was nothing else was being talked about while the offseason slowed the reverse retro jerseys oh. were finally revealed last week to much fanfare some disappointment but a lot of fanfare um i think the nhl for the most part hit a grand slam home run on these jerseys some of these jerseys are absolutely gorgeous some are not, but the ones that are gorgeous, uh, Nick and I are going to give our three favorites a one, eh, and our two yucks. So Nick, I'm going to start with you. Let's hear, as you pour some Pink Whitney, let's, uh, let's hear your, your buttes. You have your buttes, your eh, and your yucks. So three, one, and All two. Right. So I'll start with my first butte, and this was my favorite retro jersey. And I'm purposely not picking the Sabres, even though I feel like I would if I wasn't a Sabres fan, but I'm trying to be trying to be impartial. Oh, here. it's so beautiful. It's so, so beautiful. Pretty. But for me, the Colorado Avalanche and the Quebec Nordique was the best jersey of the retro reverse style. I mean, it's a tough color combo that they nailed, and then they bring in the old Nordique logo that I love and the side logos, the secondary logos. And I just think they hammered it. I mean, it just brings me 
it gives me like if they would have added like a little bit of that blue from the old Quebec colors, it would have just like gave me so much nostalgia. I probably would have ordered one that day. Um, just perfect, perfect mix of classic and new. So Quebec to me did it better than, or sorry, look, I even said Quebec. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche, I think did it better than anybody else. I mean, those jerseys are absolutely gorgeous and I did really like them a lot. My only issue with that jersey, as well as the Hartford Whaler jerseys that the Hurricanes put out, which are also beautiful, you're just slapping the face of the, of those teams that used like any Quebec Nordique fans that are still out there. They got to look at those jerseys like you took our team and now you take our jersey. <laughs> like what's like that sucks, but um, a good start. Obviously, I mean it's a beautiful jersey. I mean the maroon with the the powder blue and the just, I didn't really have to say anymore. It's gorgeous. So, do you want to go with another one or you want to hear one of mine? I'll hear one of yours. One of mine. Okay. So I pulled up all the jerseys. I am starting with This is maybe my favorite throwback jersey. The LA Kings. The purple and yellow. I mean, obviously, L.A., they play in the Staples Center. You know the purple and yellow obviously stems from the Lakers. Your 2020 NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers. But to go with the old, the logo, not the crown, which is fine, but to go with, like, the Gretzky-era logo, with it still white with the purple and you see the crown there, I mean, that, in my opinion, IMO, is the cleanest jersey out of all of these. And it's something that I'm sure they're going to be flying off the shelves. Beautiful. Yeah, I actually like the fact that they didn't do the crown logo. I think that makes it even better. Um, I think that was the perfect logo for that. And yeah, like you said, like it's just... Like, that makes that color combination work on a hockey jersey. I wasn't a fan of like the dominant yellow ones, but that purple is... It's different there's no other purple NHL team and it's just beautiful very nicely done so let's hear your next beaut all right so I also have the Kings on my list so I'm gonna go farther down I have the Kings ranked two so I'll tell you my third right now and you already know where I'm going with this oh I do I'm looking at the jersey right now they brought him back they brought Blasty back the Calgary Flames the black the red the yellow like, tell me you don't look at those jerseys and instantly think of Jerome McGinley. Just, like, flying around the ice, scoring goals, fighting people. Like, brings me back to NHL 2003. I used to always use <laughs> Calgary in those games. Um, just, I mean, the, it's got the Iggy seal of approval. Like, how could you hate these jerseys? You know, I'm not a huge fan of, like, that weird, like, pattern where it meets at, like, a point in the front. That's why I kind of knocked it down a little bit. But, man, I love that color scheme. I, I knew as soon as you saw Blasty, you were sold. 100%. And it's funny. Like Some people are like, oh, they brought back Blasty. But a, a, a larger portion are like, they brought back Blasty. So like, glad to see him back myself. Um, great uni. Um, like you said, the black with the red and the yellow. The, the contrast is perfect. And guess what? It looks like fire. And they're the Calgary Flames. Nicely done. Um, all right, so going back to me, I was going to say the Sabres, but we already said how beautiful they were. Um, 
A jersey I don't think you like. The New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I'm shaking my head now. That The white alternates that they have, with, I don't know what it is, with, with the hint of green in the jersey, I think it's one of the best jerseys in the entire league. And this one, when I heard it was going to be all green, I was like, I don't really know how that's going to look. And then I thought about it, and I was like, this might be gorgeous. And I think it's gorgeous, this jersey. I think I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. I just I look at this jersey. The, I love the the Devils logo. I think is one of the better ones in hockey as well. Um, you know the red and white stripes go with the. I think it goes perfectly. It doesn't make me think of Christmas right away, um, like I know most people think. But man, do I love that jersey, the New Jersey Devils. I just red and green is just such a hard color combo for me yeah and they pulled it off <laughs> i just think christmas like that's their like they're gonna play a game on christmas and that's gonna be their jersey i don't know I, that one i'm very okay with agreeing to disagree on <laughs> all right give me one more because we both said the sabers so give me one more all right so for me i feel like a lot of people probably didn't like this one but i did and this is where i'm gonna give adidas credit so it's very hard for these because you have so many – you have teams with real long history and you don't want to do anything where you're going to destroy that history by doing Jersey too much. And so for that, I say the Montreal Canadiens. I think these look great with the blue dominant jerseys. Um, they still have the, the great classic logo with the H in the front for the Habs. They mixed it up enough without overdoing it and people hating – the traditionalists hating it to me. So that's where I'm going to give Adidas credit. You know, it's not a flashy design or it's not something brand brand new. But I, I would – if I was a Habs fan, I would probably buy this jersey. I agree with you. You, you know you don't want to do anything crazy like the barbershop uniforms that they had in the past. Oh. Just <laughs> garbage. Which when we ranked our all-time jerseys, that was – on your list as the worst ever. Um, you can go back and listen to that. Um, but I agree with you. A team like like Montreal, they're, it's it's classic in every sense of the word. You don't want to change it too much. And just by flipping the red with the blue, I mean, it's perfect. I think they hit a, a home run with that one. Um, my last Butte, um, a team that they changed their crest on their jersey a few years ago. And I'm not really sure why they did it. And their jerseys are very... They're nice, but they're like more plain. Uh, The Florida Panthers, who I shit on a lot on this podcast over the past few months. um, This jersey is the, the blue... The navy blue with the gold with the old cat jumping at you. I don't know why they got rid of that. Yeah, Nick's doing that right now. Um, I don't know why they got rid of that logo to begin with. Um, I love it. And the, the blue and gold with the red, it just it goes perfectly together. And I'm interested to see what the uh, like the font is going to look like. Um, I have a feeling Barkov and Huberto are going to love this jersey. Um, they're not going to love the $60 million they have to pay their goalie still. But it's going to be an easier pill to swallow when you see him wearing these beautiful jerseys. 
He just twists in the knife whenever you get an opportunity. Just see what to I do did so. there. <laughs> and I like Bobrovsky. Like I don't even hate him, but like he just makes a lot of money. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All these jerseys are rock solid. I like they've gone away from this Panther logo, and like it's so far away that you can't really tell what it is anymore. Like they did the Panther, then they did like the Panther with the stick, and then they did like the Panther like in a circle, and then they did like a Panther kind of doing like a sexy photo shoot with like that weird. Not circular crest, like a yeah, uh, yeah. shield crest, almost looking thing. And I, I, a lot of things need changing with the Florida Panthers. I didn't think the logo did, and I think they should just go back to that full time. And I, you can honestly, I would not be upset with them just making this their full time home jersey. I, I'm very okay based on like the the very plain jersey they have now. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Thanks. Okay, so those are our three buttes. Let's go to our two yucks. So what's your first yuck? We might agree on both. All right, so my first yuck is a team that I support a lot. I like a lot of their players, but this was a giant whiff, and that was the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. It's gray. Like, why would that ever be a primary color? Like, and they've made some beautiful jerseys in the last couple of years, but this is not one of them. Yeah, like, think it, the one I, that comes to mind is that Heritage Classic jersey that they wore. Yeah. And then they make and this like, one. Like, this this logo, too, it's like they tr- they almost, like, they thought about doing the classic Premier Jets logo, but then, like, last second, they were like, no, 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 we can't do that. That's too much. And it's just like, this whole thing... The white bottom trim, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. no no bueno. No bueno all the way around. It just like it's so gray. Yeah. Who wants to wear gray? I I mean this was number three on my yucks because I think the other two yucks that I have are just yuck. Um my first yuck What we said about Montreal. You have all this tradition. You don't want to do too much. And then the Detroit Red Wings just said, we're going to wear our practice jerseys. <laughs> it's yeah, just, Detroit was like, we want to do nothing. It's we just want to do white. as possible. It's just white with gray on the bottom. And the, the Red Wings logo. Did they forget that they had to enter something in? And they were just like, I, I don't know. Just into the practice jersey. I don't know. Yeah. They designed this on the way to school today. Like, that's just like your. <laughs> I guess. Bare minimum. The thing with the Red Wings is that they're red and white. They don't have like that third color. So just make the jersey black. I, it, I'm going to hate it still, but I'm going to hate it less than them just sending in this. <laughs> it's just white. They have white jerseys. Is there? I don't know. I mean, poor job. I feel like you're. You can agree with me. I mean, Dylan Larkin's gonna be looking at his locker and he's gonna be like, "Why are we wearing our practice jerseys? Oh, it's the new ones." Like big time swing and a miss by the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, and I'll imagine being a player and you have to like go to the press and like defend these. Be like, yeah, these look great. I really, really like them. And classic. 
And then they're like, in the Zoom interview, they mute it. And they're like, these jerseys stink. <laughs> There's just nothing to them. It's just, they're white and gray. And it's the logo. Next. Nick, what's your second yuck? There's nothing else to talk about. All right. So I was, I had two here that were real close. So the one I left off my board was Nashville's. Because it's like, this is just your regular jersey. Yeah, that was just their jerseys like three, four years ago. Yeah. Like before it was Adidas, they were just like, here's our uniform. And They're then, like, maybe nobody will know. <laughs> but we could upcharge these and make even more money. Yeah, exactly. So, but I went with Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Number one, when I look at the, when you look at their sleeves... Right? Like the green, the white, the yellow. I think of Subway. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. <laughs> I didn't Number think, two. Well, now I'm never going to not see it whenever I see yeah, those well, jerseys. Thanks for that because I like them. And then number two, they had the perfect opportunity to take the old North Stars logo and either put the N or you could change it into the M and just like make that your own thing. But they kept that weird like – tree skyline but it's also a bear head logo <laughs> and i was like you just this so this one is just more on missed opportunities like i feel like this jersey could have been the best but lack of execution here lack of lack of focus lack of attention to detail i mean i like these jerseys i don't love their logo their logo might stink but like i like that they went back to the north stars with the green and the and the yellow but i don't know i like them i guess like a i mean we can agree to disagree on that one. I don't love them, but I like them. Um, so my second yuck, um, honorable mention yuck, uh, the Bruins. Just because I don't like just a, a big yellow, like primary jersey. Yeah, yellow's a tough color. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and if you have a great logo like the Predators do, it kind of makes up for it. But um, I don't know. I just don't love the big – I don't really like the Predators yellows here either, but I digress. Um, I feel like the navy blue along with the white kind of helps dim down the yellowness of the Preds jersey, if that makes sense. I guess. I don't disagree with it, if that helps. Um, but if you want to talk about another swing and a miss, um, the Phoenix Coyotes – There, there's a lot of color here. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, it's definitely the busiest jersey. It's in the purple, NHL. it's orange, there's cactus on it, there's red, there's gray. I'm I also mean, confused by the coyote. Like, it looks like two coyotes had their heads sewed together. Or is it like one coyote, it's like half the coyote's head and the other's like its skeleton? Like... Oh yeah, you're probably is right. Is that it? Like but even if that's it, like why is that it? <laughs> like who thought that looks good? I mean the alternates that the coyotes were wearing last year with the original logo, I think are some of the cleaner looks in the league. Who is gonna wanna wear who is gonna wanna wear this or buy it? Like it's it's busy. Busy is the right word, but it's like that's an understatement. I, I don't know what they were going for. I don't understand the desert with the cactus. Like, I get that you play in Arizona. But, like, 
You're, Where did they get the purple from, too? Like, I don't remember them I ever know. having purple. It's a mess. You want me to say it like it is? It's a mess. And people are like, oh, look at Shane Doan. He was wearing it. He likes it. Do you think Shane kept it on for one second after the photo shoot was over? El Capitan does not need to be wearing that jersey. So, um, my second yuck is the... Oh, apparently the jersey also has a lizard on the side, which you can't see in these photos. Like... Or at least not in the one I'm looking at. Like, oh, that a, can't look pretty. A lizard? <laughs> a lizard, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I just found the picture of Shane Doan. He does not look thrilled to be wearing that jersey. Um, he's like, yeah, cheese, and then he, like, rips it right off. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the lizard on, like, the shoulder. And then it's, like, the sleeve. It's purple, and then it's orange. Like, oh, it's so bad. Um... I, I hate it. There, I said it. I hate it. Um, all right, so now we'll go with our S, eh, and then we'll finish it up. So you go first with your eh. All right, my first eh is the Ducks. Because, again, they flirted with it. They flirted with bringing the design back, the classic Disney logo. And yet they brought back Wildwing, who was the only mascot I can remember setting himself on fire. Yep. That's all that I think about. Wildwing. They brought back the color scheme that everybody loves. They brought back, you know, the bottom of the jersey kind of looks weird, but it just, it's a, also a weird placement for Wildwing and the logo. Like, I don't know. It's not in the center of the jersey. Yeah, there's a lot of space on, like, the chest. Yeah. And it, it would look even weirder, too, if the guy in the jersey didn't have the C on it, too. Like, uh, uh. like if somebody tucks in the front of this jersey, it's going to look bad. Real bad. Yeah, hopefully nobody tucks in that jersey. Um, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's what everybody – I kind of expected them to bring this back. Um, I, didn't, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's fine. It's a perfect eh. You know, it's something that – I expected. That's why I don't dislike it as much because I kind of like talked myself into. We know they're going to bring Wildwing back, so might as well accept it. It's like when the Knicks hired Tom Thibodeau. I was like, I know they're going to hire him, so why should I waste all this time getting upset about it? Um, my eh is my team, the New York Islanders. Before I start, I'm going to rant a little bit. Yeah, you have the floor with this one. I don't know where to begin. Um, so, a lot of the Islander Islanders Twitter, which is a cesspool, mind you, and I am a I'm a contributor into that cesspool. I'm not gonna deny that. Everybody, you know what they're clamoring for. Everybody wants enough time has passed. Everybody wants the fisherman jersey or some some type of the fisherman logo brought into it. I personally like the Fisherman jersey on my laptop. I have an Islander sticker with the Fisherman logo on it. I like the Fisherman jersey. I do. Does anybody think that a team run by Lou Lamarillo is going to have a funky jersey reveal? This guy makes, like, serious and all business is like the understatement of the cinch with that guy. Lou hates the fisherman jersey because it it's it's associated with losing. He's got a beard on it. 
He yeah. hates beards. Yeah, hates beards. That too. Good catch. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I'm sure that's not a reason why he hates it, but I digress. Um, what if they put a fisherman logo without a beard? Then maybe Lou wouldn't like it. Maybe. <laughs> then maybe it could just be navy blue with the fisherman. I don't know. Anyway. Islanders, until – as long as Lou Lamarillo is running things, they – the fisherman logo, you could forget about it. Now, I'm not thrilled about it either. I like the fisherman jersey, but you can't hate on writers on Twitter who are, like, reporting it like, oh, the jerseys look nice and be like, you nerd, you don't even like the fisherman logo. Like, people forget there were town meetings in Nassau County when those jerseys were brought out to get rid of them. People hated. There were town meetings? Like, like county board meetings in, like, Nassau County. Did, did people find these, like, super offensive to fishermen? People just hated them. Well, they had, like, the, the turquoise and orange, like, waves on it, and they were navy blue. They're, it's a lot. And, like, the numbers were slanted. It's... the. It doesn't have to be that extreme if you want to bring the Fisherman jersey back. You can center the number. You could center the waves. Whatever you want to do. There's a way to do it, but Lou Lamarillo is not going to do it. Rant over. Um, that being said, the reverse retro they did come out with. The reason I'm a little nostalgic to them is because this was the jersey they were wearing when I first started watching hockey. The Michael Pekka, Mark Parrish, Sean Bates, Alexi Ashen years. Rick Dietro. Rick DiPietro wore this jersey. That's correct. Um, that's kind of why, I, I mean, I like them. They're, they're, you know, they're just the Islanders jersey with a darker blue. So there's nothing special to them. They're, they're eh. That's where I go with eh. The New York Islanders. I'm sorry, Islanders Twitter, if I bursted your fisherman jersey bubble. It's not happening. The sooner you accept that, the better. Go to the pro shop at the Northwell Health Eye Center and buy one and put Anders Lee's number on the back, Barzell, Bavillier, whoever. It's not happening as long as Lamarillo is here. Good night and good luck. Okay, so to recap, um, my favorite jerseys were, I already forgot, the LA Kings, the New Jersey Devils, the Buffalo Sabres, and the Florida Panthers. You had the Sabres, the Habs, the Nordiques, the Nordiques, the Avalanche. It <laughs> and the Calgary it, Flames. Yeah, and the Flames. I was looking right at the jersey, and I see the Nordique logo. Um, your yucks were the Winnipeg Jets and the Nashville Predators, right? And mine were the Phoenix. Oh, no, the Minnesota Wild. Sorry. I'm oh, the Wild. Predator. But you brought up the Predators. Um, mine were the Detroit Red Wings um, and the Phoenix Coyote, uh, Arizona Coyotes. Jerseys that also kind of stink. The Dallas Stars are gray. Like, they brought back the Star logo. We know they wanted to bring back so Motorists. They're rocking four jerseys this year because they also rock, apparently brought out that blackout jersey. Yeah, the one that stinks. Yeah. Yeah. One that neon green. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Sharks jersey is gray. But at least they have, like, the good logo, and they still have, like, the teal and whatever. It's, those are eh. I mean... The, also, the I'm going to put Oilers on the eh list. Like, it's yeah. just it's just your regular jersey. You yeah. just kind of, like... Didn't they like, wear those, like, 
Well, I think it's an orange number. And their numbers are usually blue. I, I don't know. Like, do like, that's a franchise with a lot of history in it. Like, some of the greatest players ever played for that organization. Well, at least they didn't bring back the jersey with the gear and the drop of oil on it. That's I, all I can say. First of all, I love those jerseys. Don't you dare talk about that. That was on my top five of jerseys that stunk. <laughs> those jerseys are gross. Um. All right. Uh, I guess we could put the... I mean, for me, maybe it's just because I'm an Islander fan, but the New York Rangers, the the Statue of Liberty jersey, they're fine. I mean... Yeah, I loved that logo, and then I saw the jersey. I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's just missing something. Well, it's just the logo, and that's it. There's no, like, stripe or anything yeah. on the bottom. That's what's missing. Um, I think the Capitals did a great job on their jersey. Um, the jackets or whatever, the Flyers are just their jersey. Um Vancouver's trying to bring back the gradient design, which I hate. <laughs> yeah, bad. Um, the Leafs, there's nothing to them. Um, the Lightning brought back close to their original jerseys, which I like. It's a lot of white on the sleeve, on the, the shoulders, though. I don't really love that. Um, the Sens are the Sens. They're just red. Um, Pittsburgh, I felt like, could have done more with theirs. I'm just not a fan of like the diagonal lettering. Yeah, they're they're fine. I don't, I don't hate them. I don't dislike. Them. I know Lemieux liked them, so I got the Mario seal of approval. Um, the Blue Jackets, they're fine. The Whalers are the Whalers jerseys. I mean, everybody loves those except people in Hartford that the Hurricanes have to wear them. Um, the Blackhawks is interesting because when they revealed it, they didn't show the Native American head, and I think that's like a sign of things to come with that team. Well, so here's my problem with this jersey. They literally just copied the Chicago Steel, which is a junior team in, in Chicago, obviously. Like, when I saw those side-by-side, side, I was like, man, are you kidding me? Like, how lazy was that? I mean, they're nice, but like it, like you said, it's they just they just took the design. Maybe their problem is just they've done too many winter classics, and they're just like people. They're out of ideas, it. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Golden Knights, the poor Golden Knights, they've been around for five minutes and they have to make a retro jersey, so they just use whatever this logo is. Um, it came out okay. I mean, I'm good with it. I wish they put, like, Marc-Andre Fleury on the other end of one of those swords. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um, all right, so those are the reverse retro jerseys. I think we got, oh, the Blues. Um, the Blues wearing a red jersey. Say no more. <laughs> actually i didn't really, i didn't think of that till you just pointed it out that's that's actually a good point yeah like they kind of wore those are like the gretzky years they wore the blue ones this year just wear those don't wear a red jersey you're the blues it's like when the rutgers scarlet knights wear a black jersey you're the scarlet knights Anyway, that's my father coming out. Um, all right, so that's all the reverse retros. That's all the news that we've had so far the past couple weeks. Um, Nicholas, anything else you want to add before we have some turkey, have some stuffing, and some other delicious, delicious sides? No, I just hope everybody stays safe through the holidays. Um, if you're going someplace, please wear a mask. Or at least just be considerate of others who are wearing a mask. The only way this pandemic is going away is if you wear a mask and social distance. So that's just my two cents. Just please do it. Please be smart. Be safe. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your holidays. We 
meaning us at the Top Pair, all of us here at the Top Pair Podcast. I want you guys to enjoy your holidays, whatever you celebrate, whatever it is, please enjoy them. Enjoy your families. I'll say it again. Um, I'm Eric. He's Nick. And we are your soon-to-be very full of turkey top pair. We'll see you later.